Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This show is supported by generous listeners like you through our Patreon. This episode was underwritten by Warrior Queen, the Tamsin G Association, and Stephanie Powers. To learn more about ways to support Oh My Dollar and get cool perks like exclusive live streams and cat stickers, you can visit ohmydollar.com support. Welcome to our new patrons this month, Courtney, Dave, and Rachel. Dave. Welcome to Oh My Dollar, a personal finance show with a dash of glitter. Dealing with money can be scary and stressful. Here we give practical, friendly advice about money that helps you tackle the financial overwhelm. I'm your host, Lillian Kerbake. And I'm your producer, Will. It is Healthcare Month on Oh My Dollar. Yay! Happy October. Whee! We are going to devote multiple episodes this month to untangling the mess of money confusion in healthcare. If you're a non-American listener, we're sorry, you're off the hook once again. We'll have a bonus internationally applicable episode uploaded soon, so please don't abandon us entirely. Please enjoy your more functional healthcare system and walk off with smug superiority. Or listen with smug superiority. Yeah. There's... <laughs> you could do either. You could walk off while listening. Smug and superior. Uh, so today we're going to talk about dental, which is a thing that a lot of people kind of conflate with their health insurance, but usually is a separate part. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a often separate insurance company. Sometimes it is bundled with vision. Sometimes it is bundled with just general employee support benefits. And often you don't have it at all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the latter. So dental insurance, we've talked a little bit before, but it is one of those tricky and frustrating things because it's something you don't really think a lot about until you need it. And usually you need it in a kind of urgent way if you really need it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And a lot of jobs simply don't have it. About 72% of adults have some form of dental coverage, which is actually, frankly, better than I thought. Yeah, I would have thought lower. I I don't know that many people with dental coverage, I don't think. (laughs) Here's the thing. Teeth can be really, really expensive, really expensive. And most dental is not covered by typical health insurance. Some emergency dental might be covered by your regular health insurance. But majority of dental work is something that you are going to have to self-fund or will be partially covered by your health insurance. And what's even more frustrating is the cost of dental procedures can be totally opaque. It can be really hard to figure out how much things cost. So... If you do need some dental work done, we're going to talk about kind of different ways that you can save some money on dental. So first up, um, make sure that you do know if you have access to dental insurance. A lot of people just don't even know. Yeah, if there's some random provision in your insurance, in your health insurance, that'd be great to know about. Yeah. uh, Or or just if you have it through work, you might not realize that, you know, you've been getting eight or 10 or 20 dollars taken out of, you know, every month's paycheck for dental and might not realize that you have it. So. That is one of the first things. Um, That would be a cool surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Dental is kind of similar to kind of regular health procedures. It's really in two categories. There's preventative and then there's kind of emergency or more urgent care. Preventative is usually your semi-annual cleanings. If you have had trouble with your teeth in the past, you may be asked to do cleanings more often, which could be every quarter. 
and your x-rays, which usually you're supposed to get every one to two years, depending on your mouth history. (laughs) And quite often, if you do have dental insurance through your job, you will have that preventative care covered. The average rate for a cleaning is somewhere around $200 every six months, but you can get it down quite a lot less if you do not have dental insurance. Usually you can get a discount for paying cash out of pocket, which can include paying with your credit card. Oh, <laughs> actually. Just because everybody prefers to be paid that way? It is because dental insurance is just as frustrating for dentists as it is for you. It is really frustrating to do the billing and filing. And so if you are paying them in cash, you are saving them a lot of time in billing and filing. And right. so, you know, I pay, I think I pay $99 every six months for my cleanings. Okay. So that's substantially cheap than the 200 you mentioned earlier. Yeah, and so I getting preventative care is one of the we're not a health podcast, but what I will say is it is one of the <laughs> best ways to save money on dental in the long term because that preventative care can catch things early. Yeah, worth a pound of cure or whatever. Yeah, and dental gets really expensive once um you've delayed stuff, so you know, once something turns from what could be a minor filling into a root canal, it gets 10 times more expensive to get a root yeah. canal as it does to get a filling. Um, and so and that's that, fun, I bet. That is really important. And you might also prevent, be able to prevent having to get a filling Skip it entirely. entirely. So, one thing you can do is to shop around. If you do need something substantial done, so I have some dental that I'm going to need to get coming up for myself, which is that I got a retainer installed when I was 13 years old and uh, at some point my gums grew over it (laughs) (laughs) so I need to get it removed and uh, as punk rock as I am I don't want to pull it out with a pair of pliers myself like I did to the other retainer when I was a teenager because less hardcore than I was when I was 17 (laughs) Um, and that is exactly the kind of procedure that you can shop around for if you are willing to spend about an hour on the phone calling around to different places and trying to get a quote you can probably save yourself some money a lot of people will default to whatever their closest dentist is or maybe you had dental insurance at a previous job and you just went to wherever was covered under your dental insurance and you've stuck with that place even if you don't have it now they know Um, your mouth You can shop around, and you can also shop around even if you have dental insurance. Um, You will have to log into your dental provider's webpage. If you don't know it, ask your HR or whoever plays HR at your job how to get on. But you will be able to log in and find in-network providers. You do want to make sure that you're going, if you do have dental insurance, that you're going to someone in-network because... Right, so you don't pay a bunch more for out-of-network fees. Out-of-network is um, you're essentially just paying cash, the same as cash at that point, only you'll pay more money. Right, and you got your fancy dental insurance. You don't want to waste that. (laughs) If you do need a complicated procedure, you will likely have to go in for um, an estimate, which does involve more dentist office trips. So if you're scared of the dentist office, you might not Don't love doing that. Don't get complicated procedures done. <laughs> uh, but um, that is worth knowing. So shopping around is one of the big things. Rates really do vary a lot. This is one of those areas where you could be paying thousands of dollars more overall and just not know it because we tend to accept whatever they tell us it is. 
Um, (laughs) You can look up rates, typical rates for different kinds of procedures at fairhealthconsumer.com. That is, it's not an official website. It's just a website that I find and kind of like that shows you uh, in different regions kind of what a typical price is for different things. That Um, sounds useful. You should always get an estimate if you are getting something big done and they will have to print out an EOB or explanation of benefits and that should contain kind of the estimate for everything that they are going to do on your mouth. Um, So that is important. So what if you're like, okay, I got an estimate and holy shnikes, there (laughs) is a lot of money that I'm going to have to spend. If you are considering getting more than $2,000 worth of work done, say you need multiple root canals or you need a gum graft. Grit your teeth and bear it. Yeah. (laughs) This is a pretty good pun. You have different options. So one option is to look into dental clinics in your area. So often Hmm. dental schools will have a clinic where dentists in training are underneath uh, qualified dentists. And usually the work is about half the cost of what it would be at the average dentist. Sometimes they even do take insurance. So even if you do have insurance, you could get the cost reduced. That sounds Um, promising. It is. It can be good. It might take a little longer, obviously. Like, I get my hair cut by students, and you know what? It takes longer. (laughs) (laughs) But that is definitely a thing that you can look into um, if you do have a dental hospital near you. Another thing that you can look into is going even further away, which is dental tourism. Mm -hmm. So across the board, dental is more expensive in the U.S. than almost every other country in the world. Wow. Thank you, America. And um, there is high-quality dental work available in numerous countries. Quite often, you can get to these by a discount flight or even a drive or a train ticket. Sometimes people will tack these on to business trips. (laughs) Well, I've definitely heard even with travel expenses, it can be much cheaper for some procedures. Yeah, uh, this can make a huge difference. So countries with high rates of dental tourism are Costa Rica, Czech Republic, Hungary, Mexico, Thailand, and South Korea. So... That's all over. Yeah. That, I think we. I think we got a. That all sounds like a nice trip. <laughs> full spread there. Um, obviously, this is a thing where you really need to do your research, but it could make a huge difference if you have tens of thousands of dollars of work that needs to be done. For example, you need, you know, implants or mm-hmm. flippers or um, some kind of. I don't know what flippers are. Flippers <laughs> are if you knock out your front two teeth. Uh, it's sort of like a temporary denture for the first, oh, okay. the yeah. front two teeth. So. If you do need to get some work done, um, you should seek out evaluations from past patients. General recommendations I've seen are to avoid immediate border towns um, because quite commonly those are kind of over flooded with patients. Too Um, obvious. Yeah. And don't forget to ask for proof of competence before you make an appointment. Things you might want to consider that you might not thought of are whether or not the water is filtered, especially in places like Mexico, where water quality can be an issue. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of water in your mouth when they're working on your yeah. mouth. And, and not all of it gets squirted back up through the little mouth tube. Yeah. And also <laughs> look into what the local standard of care is, um, because kind of the typical procedure that you might get done for different kinds of thing on your teeth varies by country and it is called standard of care. So really look into that, but that could save you tens of thousands of dollars if you have a lot of work to get done. It usually won't pencil out if you only have a couple hundred bucks worth of work to do. Like I need this retainer removed. It's not going to cost that much. Not going to justify a trip to Thailand. uh, I mean, I could justify a trip to (laughs) Thailand, but I'm very good at justifying travel. 
some insurance companies, even if you do have insurance, actually do have an international treatment option to their U.S. dental plans where they will actually pay a larger portion of your costs if you're willing to travel. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if it's cheaper for them, it's... Yep, yep. <laughs> um, so do look into that if you do have a lot of expensive things to get. One thing to note, one reason why we've previously not been a huge fan of dental insurance on this show, which is it's great if you have it, but usually... I would like it. <laughs> yeah, I would like like it too. Um, it usually doesn't pencil out to get for yourself simply because uh, the cost does not kind of pencil out to the out-of-pocket maximum. So you know all of those sort of things that we changed with the Affordable Care Act for health insurance? Mm -hmm. They don't apply to dental. So most hmm. dental insurance has an out-of-pocket maximum of about $1,000 a year, which barely covers a root canal. Yeah, um, <laughs> and so if you're paying $30 a month and, you know, you're only getting, you know, you know, some cleanings, it ends up not penciling out as compared to paying Right, you might as well have just paid without the insurance. And it's not like regular health insurance where we say, get it in case you, you know, crash your face into the ground. Dental insurance is not going to be that catastrophic coverage similar to how we say you should get health insurance in case there, you have cancer. Is there or catastrophic dental coverage? There is not. <laughs> dental for, dental for insurance is kind of like a discount. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I would really like that, right? As someone who does things that are potentially risky for potentially my teeth. Tooth smashing, yeah. Yeah, and drinks a lot of caffeine and grinds my teeth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go hand in hand, I think. <laughs> so, and the other thing is they often have waiting periods. So quite often when you do get dental insurance, you are not able to get certain kinds of things like fillings or root canals within um, three to six and sometimes months, sometimes even a year after you get the plan. And wow. that is meant to prevent you from having to get a lot of dental work done and then immediately signing up for a dental plan. Um, so they do have those waiting periods. Sometimes you can also be denied from joining a dental plan um, or denied coverage for certain kinds of things based on the history of your mouth. Huh. But if you have it through work, take it. It's great. I'm so glad that you have it, uh, yeah. unless it's outrageously expensive. Hook me up. So <laughs> another option is we've talked about before our dental discount plans, which often don't have out-of-pocket maximums because they're essentially like a network of coupons that you pay to be part of. And usually they okay. cost like 50 or 100 bucks to join each year to be a member. But then you can search through and you can get discounts at different doctor's offices that have pledged to be part yeah, of it. Yeah, half off braces on Wednesdays or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> exactly like that. So what's cool about this is that you can search by provider, by your neighborhood, by your zip code before you join the plan and see if maybe it's going to pencil out. Mm -hmm. And it's not like insurance where it has to get billed to them. So it's a little less frustrating for the providers. So quite often the discounts are really good and can save you money if you're paying in cash. So it can often be worth it. Um, It can even be worth it if you just have to get preventative care and you're not going to have to get any fillings or anything. Because as we talked about, you can often negotiate a deal if you're paying in cash and these discount plans will allow you to do that. Huh, I should look into that. Those can be really great. Another thing to do is to look into an FSA or HSA. We talked about these last week on the mm -hmm. show, but these are flexible spending accounts and health savings accounts. These are special tax-advantaged accounts for medical expenses. Um, both you can open on your own, but your employer may provide them. Um, but for the HSA, you need to make sure you have an HSA-eligible plan. We talked about that on last week's right. show. I will I say HSA-eligible. Yeah. Uh, we will link to that in the show notes so that you can dive into that. But what's cool about these 
Yeezys, is they let you spend tax-free dollars on dental costs. So it's essentially like an automatic discount plan. Whatever you pay in taxes, so if you pay 25% of your income in taxes, you will get a 25% bonus of money that you can spend on dental and also vision if you are someone who needs glasses. So these glasses. do apply to dental, despite the fact that mo- a lot of other health plans don't apply to dental. Yes. So the savings account, it is your own money um, or your employer's money. And so they you can use them on dental and vision. You can have both uh, an HSA and an FSA in rare circumstances. But if your dental is um, uh, really expensive and you know you're going to need a lot of work, it could be worth looking into opening both in one year. So that can be particularly awesome ways to save money on dental. So let's recap. Always negotiate. Because <laughs> teeth. Ah, uh, <laughs> let's re... Yeah, I guess yeah. it is called cap, isn't it? I guess. I'm, I am not a dentist. <laughs> re, let's re-crown. Um, to recap, negotiate your rates. Shop around. Look into different costs. Look for a dental school. If you need a lot of work, consider actually going abroad. Uh, It could work out well. Use tax-free money through an HSA or an FSA on yours. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have access to dental insurance, you may want to look into a dental discount plan. I will link in the show notes to some different kind of dental discount plans, which are not dental insurance, but are essentially coupon programs for people without dental insurance. I'll look into that. I'm intrigued. And last but not least is kind of orthodontia, which falls outside of most dental plans will not cover orthodontia, especially adult orthodontia, mm-hmm. unless you like actually cannot meet your teeth to chew. Uh, that is a rare... Right, except for like a health yeah. re- impacting orthodontia. Yeah, that is a rare circumstance. But um, if you do uh, need some kind of orthodontia for various reasons, there are some cool different things that I will link to in the show notes that will let you like get your orthodontia through the mail now (laughs) like you know those avisaline is was the brand name of them but essentially those clear braces that you would put on and they would slowly you would get a new set like every month as your teeth change yeah 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 which was like only the cool rich kids had them i Uh, I, I know some of those kids who had them (laughs) (laughs) when i was in school but um now they are uh quite common and um what most adults if they do want to get some kind of orthodontia want to get simply because Braces tend to make you look like you're 12 or 13, no Mm -hmm. matter your age. So a lot of people tend to want to get those um, invisible things. And now you can get those through the mail. So uh, there's lots of cool things that you can do. God, braces always seemed like a nightmare. I was lucky. You didn't need braces? I didn't need braces. I have very straight teeth. I was very lucky. see them through the microphone. I was very lucky that my parents (laughs) were able to afford to get braces for me. That's even luckier, I guess, in a way. (laughs) Uh, So I'm very happy that they did that, uh, although I do have this pesky little permanent retainer I need to remove because- Yeah, it's extra permanent now. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously permanent. So that wraps up dental. Teeth. Teeth. Well, Will, I think- our listeners know the drill. Uh, this is the end of the episode. Brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. We are on a mission to get 50 reviews and 100 ratings on iTunes before the end of the year. Right now, we're at 11 reviews and 47 ratings. It takes three minutes to leave a review, so please help us out. The link is on the show notes and ohmydollar.com, where you can also find 
transcripts now. We now have full transcripts for each show made possible by our supporters on Patreon and the members of the Personal Finance Society. So thank you so much. And if you like to read, to scan, and click to see what you like, you can click on the transcripts and jump right into the audio, which is very exciting. They're very cool. It looks great. Well, hopefully you're not too unnerved by this dental discussion, but I think that wraps our show for the day today. Our producer is Will Romy. Our intro music is by Aaron Parecki, and I'm Lillian Kerbake, your personal finance educator and host. Thanks for listening. Until next time, remember to manage your money so it doesn't manage you. Just a quick reminder that we are on a mission to get 50 reviews and 100 ratings on iTunes before the end of the year. Right now we're at 11 reviews and 47 ratings. It takes about three minutes to leave a review, so please help us out. 